This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Chandler in the editing booth. Welcome to our 20th episode. Thank you so much for all of your downloads and support of this grand experiment of ours. For this occasion, we thought it would be a fun treat to unearth one of our very first test episodes. We did this as a proof of concept many months ago. Because of this, you may notice a bit of a different energy and a few technical difficulties. We apologize for that, but the content on this one is so interesting we didn't want to keep it from you any longer. So, please enjoy History in Retrograde, Episode 20. Hello there! Welcome to History in Retrograde. This is the podcast where we use the ancient art of astrology to help us better understand the past. I'm your co-host, Chandler O'Quinn, and joining me live via satellite is my mom. Hi, Mom! Hi, Chandler! Are you ready to begin another grand experiment? Sure, let's go ahead. Let's begin! So the idea behind this podcast is that you, the viewing audience, viewing and listening audience, already know who the historical figure who we're going to talk about is. It's in the title of the episode. I, of course, already know because I selected the historical figure. But Mom has no idea who this historical figure might be. In a moment, I will give her the birth date time and location of this historical figure. She will then enter that information into the back computer, and <laughs> it will spit out the astrological birth chart, where all of the planets, moons, and stars were at the moment that this historical figure was born. She will then give us the best reading that she is uh, capable of, uh, of course going into it blind, uh, picking out what is the uh, most striking and uh, important information from this chart, telling us all that she can about who this person's personality motivations uh, might be. And then later on, I will reveal uh, who this historical figure is, give a little bit of background on the person, and we will discuss uh, how accurate this chart is in uh, showing what this person did, 
uh, during their lifetime and see if this chart can give us uh, any extra glimpses that we might not uh, already know of of why certain things happened in history. So, uh, without further ado, I have in my hand this episode's birth date. November 12th, 1934. Okay, and do you have a time? 4.40 p.m. Okay, country? Uh, United States. All right, Bertown? Cincinnati, Ohio. Is this a male or a female? It is a male. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um. I always like the first things that pop up in here. So does the wow come from all of the lines on here? And we're... Yeah, the first wow is from all the lines because they create these squares. Sometimes they create triangles, sometimes they create crosses, but this is um, whatever I see in here uh, is kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's just um, automatic for me to have an initial reaction to whatever I see when I first see it pop up. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, as I told you before, I am absolutely not a professional. I have dabbled for decades in astrology, but I am not a professional. I will say, let's just start here with North Node. I like North Node because that's the direction people are supposed to go. North Node in Aquarius makes you very humanitarian. Um, it's interesting because this is North Node conjunct Moon by degree in the 10th house. So somehow mother or influence mother or women influence this person's direction to a great deal uh in their career it's not necessarily like in the home which would be like fourth house or fifth house this is somehow female energy by degree do you see how that's both four four degrees moon in aquarius right. four degrees where am i Four degrees north node in Aquarius, okay, in the 10th house, which is career. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Taurus on the first house is going to make this person seem very uh, strong. Uh, so you said seem. Uh -huh. Does that mean... Uh, uh, that that's how they outwardly project, but they're not actually strong, or they are actually strong? It could be either. There is nothing in this house, right? To Like if Sun was here mm -hmm. or something like that, then it would be, you know, stronger. But this person having Taurus on the first house will appear strong. They will come across as a strong person, as a as a determined person, as maybe a stubborn person. Um, Taurus is known for being very stubborn, stubborn like a bull. So that's on their first house. That's how people perceive them. This person could even be 
a, a big person, like a large person, but also, I mean, Taurus has a lot of really sweet, kind traits as well. So let me keep looking. Pluto in the fourth house would be a either very powerful home, very powerful at home, uh, a home that in encases a lot of power, or it could be moving all the time, death and rebirth, death and rebirth, death and rebirth of the home, moving all the time, changing home all the time. Uh, also Neptune and Mars in Virgo. Wow. Okay. This person is all that Virgo is very organized and precise dealing with, I mean, if they were entertaining or they were um, all the things that fifth house deals with fifth house is ruled by Leo, which is children and the entertainment industry, their, uh, their theater of life. They are almost like driven to be very organized. But the issue with that is that you have this Mars, which is your drive. And then you have this Neptune, which is your kind of dreamy side. So these two, again, conjunct exactly at 14, puts a little bit, it either makes this person very creative in show business industry, gives them an edge of dreaminess to them in their, in how they achieve their goals uh, and it is by degree. So it is serious conjunction that Neptune, I mean, this person could be a filmmaker. This person could be, uh, a very talented performer. Um, because they have that magic, that Neptune is magic next to their Mars that gives them this really amazing magical ability to to access their goals you know mars is what you hunt mars is what you mm -hmm. go for so they have a very interesting creative ability almost magician-like to be able to achieve what they want is any of this making sense yes oh okay good that's always good to know <laughs> because I'm really in the dark here. Um, okay. So we'll just move forward with Mercury. Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Sun. Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Sun, all in Scorpio. Well, I just have to say, if this person does not have natural sex appeal, there's a problem because I can't imagine that anyone with this many planets in Scorpio, especially in the seventh house, uh, would have any issue whatsoever finding a partner. 
because there is a lot of magnetism here with all that Scorpio. Scorpios are just naturally, mm -hmm. I don't know, I just want to say Scorpios just naturally come across hot. And so, I don't know, but this person has a lot of Scorpio in the seventh house, which is partners and partnerships. Sun, Venus, Jupiter. Uh, I think this person would be very lucky with the opposite sex and capable of <laughs> this person could really manipulate things if they wanted to like this <laughs> Mercury and Scorpio dark side of Scorpio is amazingly uh, agile at manipulation if they want to. And this would be being able to manipulate work, I guess, because uh, sixth house is ruled by Virgo and health and work and having that Mercury there in Scorpio sort of, you know, uh, freight training all the rest of the Scorpio. Hmm. This person could be very, I don't know, I want to say this person could be intoxicating. Like, women could be spellbound by this person. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, there's a lot of power right here. Can you see my screen? Mm-hmm. All that. That's very powerful. Yeah. That's a lot. That, and with that, uh-uh, that Taurus rising, this person could be very handsome and very, very good at whatever they do <laughs> all that scorpio mm -hmm. okay we're gonna move on from this person from that part okay and we're gonna go to saturn in the 11th house the lessons for this person are yeah they, they the lessons for this person are to move away from all this <laughs> and actually be a humanitarian actually need to either teach humanitarianism or live it and learn it. And with uh, the moon and north node in um, the 10th house, I, I believe that all of this goes together as part of their career. It's very humanitarian. There needs to be a humanitarian aspect to this where this person vacillates between being this Greek God and then trying to save the world. So uh, that's very interesting. Although this person does have Uranus and Aries in the 12th house. So 12th house is karma. So unexpected karma, unexpected. And, and in Aries, it's going to be intense. Like, uh, this karma that they experience is not mild. It is explosive, like an unexpected explosion kind of karma. Uh, yeah. And then there's lessons involving money here and values um 
Let's go. Do you have any questions? And am I doing okay? Uh, are there any? Uh, yeah. Are, are there any other uh, uh, first glances? You. I mean, you, it looks like you've gone all the way around the circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before I get into the questions that I have, is there anything else uh, just from looking at it? Anything else you, you, you think you can share? Well, I think that having their Midhaven uh, in Capricorn would make them uh, more conservative in their uh, career. They wouldn't be like necessarily riding off on a horse and attacking things. This is, to me, more of a person who uses their mind and their abilities to acquire what they want and they're very good at it uh naturally it's it just comes natural it's like all this right here is supernatural charisma charm Mm -hmm. uh elegance liking elegant things liking liking women And being very lucky and all that, because Jupiter is connecting to all of that. So, I mean, if you have questions, I can answer those. Uh, well, yeah, I'll ask a, a few of my questions here. Okay. Um, how would this person respond to authority? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think this person recognizes authority. I don't think that this person seriously considers authority because I feel that this person might think they're going to get away with whatever they want. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what about rules? Rules and, and laws? Is this a person who is going to go by the book uh, even if it uh, gets in the way of what they want or not so much? Well, I have to say uh, it could go either way with this person. Uh, this person could have real values, but then the dark side uh, could interfere with that. <laughs> I've, mm-hmm. I've never known a Scorpio with this much Scorpio to have any other thought other than they're going to do what they want. And, you know, I mean, there are rules and there are protocols and there are things. And this, this area here in Aquarius makes me believe that this person does have this aspect to them, that they could be, you know, very, uh, uh, you know, concerned with laws and abiding by them but this other side over here kind of tells me this person this person i feel could get away with anything and it would look like they didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. um what is this uh can you tell anything about what this person's uh relationship with honesty would be <laughs> um I here's the thing. Uh I just 
I've never known any person with this much Scorpio to not feel that whatever they're saying is honest. Like, if I'm telling you this, I mean it. This person mm-hmm. has loopholes in honesty. Now, they do have the, I mean, they could be, they could really go this direction and be very North Node and Aquarius and very, like, my mom told me not to lie and I need to make sure I save the world and all this, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And there's nobody who's going to get in the way of that. This is a very powerful person. And how would this person wield this power? Mm. Is this a, a, a benevolent person? I don't know. I know. I Okay. Mm, could be. Could be. It could, ve- be. It, it could be very, very, very benevolent. Meaning. What, what I'm getting a sense mm-hmm. of is that there is a, there's a conflict. There is a good side and uh-huh. a bad side. Yeah. And so, what, <laughs> you know, when I ask these questions, uh-huh. it's almost like you have to give you know, what the, uh, what like, the 6th and 7th house part is pulling them towards and what the 11th and 10th house part is pulling them towards. Is that, uh, does that make sense? It does, because here's the thing. I will say all the Scorpios I've ever known are extremely benevolent, okay? They are willing to take you to lavish meals. They will take you on lavish trips. They will give you jewelry. I mean, they are, they can be extremely benevolent. Okay. Um, and they can, they can be benevolent without a reason. Maybe. <laughs> but usually people that have this much Scorpio, uh, they always have a reason. And it doesn't change how benevolent they were. All right. But, uh, uh, if I looked at this person's chart, I would not date them. <laughs> I'd be like, uh-uh, no. You know, I, I, I think that that's going to pay off in the end. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if I looked at this person's chart, I'd be like, mm, I think there's too much going on here. But, you know, other people might be totally into that. But I do think that there is a very, very, very humanitarian side to this person. And either their mother or other women were very influential in their career. And they're very powerful. And very creative. Maybe very, very, very talented. Uh, So, and I think this next question is also going to be dark side light side you'll have to give an answer for each one but um would this person uh uh, want to be in a very structured a strict structured environment or would they prefer to be in a more creative uh uh, open environment uh this person is going to be in whatever environment they choose they're going to do what they're going to do only that's all they're going to do this this is not a person that can be controlled uh from my perspective uh mm-hmm. 
they could be I, they, I would not ever imagine that you could tame this person um but i don't know i mean i could be way off base here but uh they are they are they're there's you know they have their own their own demons here but i mean for me mm -hmm. if i was looking at this chart as far as like if i was a if i was an agent and i was going to choose something based on a chart i would i would hire this person i would want to represent this person cuz i'd want to see what they're going to do so you're talking about in a in a uh, uh in an entertainment industry yeah setting yeah yeah i would definitely that so so the the creative parts mm -hmm. of this person the charis charismatic parts of this person mm -hmm. uh, uh would you would from this chart uh, uh uh lead you to believe that this would be a very successful person in the entertainment uh, yes uh, and industry. very 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 appealing to the opposite sex very appealing so uh does this person uh like the attention Oh yeah, I think they like it. I mean, they could so be that, this is not a shy but... person. Well, I couldn't imagine that this person would be shy. If this person is shy, I don't know though, because see, that Taurus rising might make them a little shy, but I don't think so, because they could just full on go in like a bull in a china closet. They could just tear it up. Mm-hmm. I personally would not think this person is shy. Okay. By looking at their chart, I wouldn't. Now, I could be completely wrong, but I I would not think that. And women. Women, women, women. Uh, is there uh, anything else in the uh, chart from your initial reading uh, that you see here that uh, you can think of? Well, I mean, whenever you see any of all all of these different things going on in the chart there's it's a very dynamic person this is very dynamic but as opposed to the last one that we did where a lot of stuff was just in this quadrant this person is more well-rounded this person is not so maybe uptight this person is more uh i guess hmm, not so stressed, maybe. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> the 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 there uh, very interesting thing. Uh, I I have a the way that I'm taking these notes is I have a column on all of the things that seem pretty accurate, and there is another column where there's a few things that don't quite uh, uh, make sense uh, with this person. And it's interesting that you could say in the same sentence that they were well-rounded and not uptight, which is uh, well-rounded is definitely in the uh, not uh, doesn't quite make sense column. But the not uptight part definitely uh, goes in the uh, column that makes sense. <laughs> I just mean they're versatile. They're not they're not so um, they're not so like. Uh, laser beam focused on 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 only one thing like they could mm -hmm. they could use these talents to do a lot of different things i guess that's what i mean okay okay so uh is there 
you want to take uh, another look back at the chart, okay. I will. Uh, I'll summarize uh, the points uh, that you've made about the chart, and uh, then uh, I will reveal if you're ready. Okay. Uh, so to summarize. Uh, mother and women are important uh, to the career. Mm -hmm. uh, appear strong, uh, determined, uh, some might say stubborn. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a constant death and rebirth of the home. Mm -hmm. uh, organized, uh, creative. Um, there is a, a, a magic about this person. It might appear to be like a magician. Um, there is a magnetism. Uh, he uh, might be manipulative, uh, but there's another part that pulls him to being a teacher. Uh, there's an unexpected karma that might be explosive. Uh, he uses his mind to achieve what he wants. Uh, doesn't recognize authority. Uh, there's a dark side, light side conflict. There might be a tendency to exploit loopholes with honesty. <laughs> Uh, nobody is going to get in his way. Uh, can't be controlled, can't be tamed. Women are very important. Uh, not uptight and very sensual. Uh, there are a few things that uh, I think might not bear out completely. Uh, that is the humanitarianism, humanitarianism, the sweetness, the kindness, uh, the handsome part. Um, the elegance and the realist, but I think that as we look into this person's life, um, we'll we'll see that all these other things. There are things that could have been. That there are things that uh, uh, this person could have achieved had other things not happened in their life, mm. and I think that that will bear out some of the things that don't quite make sense. Uh, so, uh, yeah. at this time, are, are you ready? Well, I just want to say to... one more thing before mm -hmm. uh, you move on. The Normally, when you deal with Aquarians, you deal with the light side of Aquarians, the humanitarian side, the side that wants the world to be perfect. But the dark side of Aquarius is pure control. Absolute. There is no doubt. Control control over humanity how humanity works in this situation it could be control over women that's the dark side of aquarius which people don't normally associate with aquarius that that level of control so i don't know if that fits with this but if this person is working with that if they're working with that dark side of aquarius and this kind of scorpio holy cow that so so C control over women, control over humanity yeah. is also, that's the flip side of that humanitarian. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, are you ready to find out who whose chart you're looking at? Okay. This is the astrological birth chart of Charles Manson. <gasps> oh my God. <gasps> oh my God. Holy cow. Charles <gasps> that Manson That just was... gave me chills. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. 
Wow. Oh, no wonder he could convince people to do things. Yeah, did you hear me go? Yeah, I wouldn't date this guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that that would uh, that would work out in your favor. Oh man. Uh, so, uh, Charles Manson was born November 12th, 1934, in Cincinnati General Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio. His mother was a 16-year-old prostitute. At the age of five, uh, she, uh, when Charles was five, uh, his mother was sentenced to five years in prison for assault and robbery. Manson then went to live with his grandparents in West Virginia. They were a very strict religious family, and Charles did not uh, very much appreciate uh, the strict religious nature and trying to upbring him, but he did enjoy singing in the church. After his mother was released, uh, they moved to Indiana. Uh, he was a constant troublemaker, and she would later uh, take Charles to a reform school. He would escape. He would commit more crimes. His mother would take him back to the school. He would escape, commit more crimes, petty theft, robbery, uh, stealing cars, driving it across state lines. Um, by 1949, he was sent to the famous Boys Town. He escaped four days later. Uh, he was then sent to the Indiana Boys School. Uh, this cycle continued. Eventually, he was placed in the National Training School for Boys in Washington, D.C., there he was given an aptitude test, which determined he was illiterate, but had an IQ of 109. Uh, this uh, constant in and out of prison uh, would continue throughout the 1950s. Uh, in 1959, he was uh, given a 10-year sentence for forging a $40 treasury check. He served uh, from 1960 to 1967. Uh, during this time, he learned how to play the guitar from Alvin Creepy Carpice, uh, who was one of Al Capone's associates. Charles Manson uh, was released from prison in the spring of 1967. Uh, so the story goes, he actually pleaded uh, with the warden to not uh, be released from prison. He wanted to stay in prison. He did not think that he was capable of being in the outside world. Um, he had spent 22 of his 33 years of life in some sort of uh, juvenile hall or prison. But he was released, and in March of 1967, he first headed to Berkeley and then uh, went to the Haight-Ashbury district of San Francisco. This was during the famous Summer of Love. Uh, during this time, uh, Manson started experimenting uh, with hallucinogenic drugs, uh, LSD, and he started to synthesize all of his life experiences uh, into his own weird philosophy. Uh, his strict religious upbringing, uh, he took a positive thinking course uh, in uh, prison. Uh, he also uh, was exposed to Scientology while in prison and uh, read Heinlein's A Stranger in a Strange Land. Uh, he took all of these different influences and he warped them into his own philosophy or at least was capable of enough of explaining these ideas uh, to drugged out hippies to get them to follow him. Uh, he quickly uh, started to gain a following. He was uh, adept at manipulating young women into believing and following him. Uh, these young women would eventually become the Manson family, and there were a few other 
uh, men evolved in there too, but mostly women. Uh, he was very adept at appearing like a hippie, but in all honesty, he wanted complete power and submission to him. Uh, he wanted to expand his influence through his music. Uh, he eventually got connections through Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys, who lived at 10050 CLO Drive. Uh, Dennis Wilson picked up some of the Manson family girls hitchhiking. Uh, they then lived with him, and then Charles Manson moved in and lived with him. And uh, through this, uh, Dennis Wilson got uh, Manson introduced to some people in the entertainment uh, industry. Um, they chose not to record uh, Manson's music. They clearly did not see Manson's chart. It showed that he had a charisma and creative uh, abilities. He would have been great, um, but uh, they did not. Uh, choose to sign him to a contract. Uh, as the uh, 68 turned into 1969, Manson started to feel that his influence over uh, these women and the people in the Manson family uh, was dwindling. And the last thing that Manson had left uh, was to trigger what he thought uh, was called Helter Skelter. Uh, he believed that in the uh, Beatles lyrics of Helter Skelter, uh, they or at least this is what he told everyone, uh, that uh, those uh, predicted a race war uh, between blacks and whites, uh, and he thought that the blacks would win the war, but would not be capable of leading the world by themselves, and the Manson family would come out of hiding and lead a new world order. Uh, so, in August of 1969, Manson sent uh, Tex Watson, Susan Atkins, Linda Kerbazian, and Patricia Kreenwinkel uh, to 10050 uh, Cielo Drive. According to Manson, all he told them was uh, to uh, do something witchy. Uh, what they did was commit one of the most horrific murders uh, of the 20th century. Uh, the next day, uh, he sent more of the Manson family members uh, to the LaBianca house, again uh, committing uh, horrible murders. Uh, eventually, uh, by 1970, uh, Manson and the whole family uh, was uh, caught and uh, put on a very public trial uh, where they learned all about uh, all the manipulation and uh, all the things that Manson did. Uh, but the thing that everyone remembers is that Manson didn't actually commit anything. He didn't, uh, at least he did not physically touch any of these people. Um, he got others to do his bidding. Where Manson fits into the major historical themes of the 20th century, uh, of course, there is the uh, lack of mental health awareness at the time. Um, the uh, negative effects of 1950s prosperity. A lot of these women who were uh, coming out of homes where uh, parents did not uh, uh, talk to them about uh, either mental health issues, bad things going on in the house, a lot of uh, divorced parents not sharing their uh, thoughts and feelings with these young women, and the idea that everything is so great uh, that um, you're not allowed to feel bad, well, that uh, led to women who had very low self-esteem, and Manson was very able to uh, uh, manipulate them to do his bidding. Um, 
of course, the the dark side of the 1960s where all of this uh, peace and love uh, got turned into violence um, and really set up the 1970s as a time of uh, crime, fear, distrust, paranoia. Um, a lot of people point to the Manson murders as being uh, the death of the 1960s. So uh, that is uh, Charles Manson. Uh, that is uh, the chart that we've been looking at. I think a lot of these things that you've pointed out fit in very well. Um, the the uh, mother, women, important, uh, death and rebirth of the home. The, the idea, you know, he was in and out of all kinds of situations and did not have a very um, stable childhood. Um, getting others to, using his mind to achieve what he wants. Again, not lifting a finger to um, uh, do those horrible things to Sharon Tate and, and the other people. Getting others to do that for him. Doesn't recognize authority. Um, but there's a, a dark side, light side conflict. If you actually listen to some of the songs that he recorded, um, he... You, they're not about all of this dark stuff. That there is a, a a a peace and love and hippie stuff that he wanted, or at least was saying in these songs. Um, had he had a better childhood, had circumstances been different, it's possible he could have been a very uh, popular and and well known singer in the '60s. But um, things did not quite work out that way. That is extremely unfortunate because this person could have been a very light, very good influence on the world. I mean, this person has could have had the ability to be a very good influence on the world. And clearly, I mean, I've I've heard some in-depth uh background on Charles Manson and I know how horrible his mother was and I'm sure that that was a great influence on everything and how you know she did not want him she tried to give him away I think for a pitcher of beer and That's at one correct. point she did so I mean I can see how all of that got twisted but I mean the amount of power that he had to do what he did as it was is it's almost supernatural. I mean, it's very rare that there is a person who can influence others to that extent. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know they were all on drugs and stuff, but I know that there's a lot of people in the world that have done drugs and did drugs then, but they didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So whatever happened. And I do know that he saw himself as like a god like he was all powerful and so that is a very dark side to that aquarius which is sad because the flip side of that is so good it's very unfortunate it's it's quite the example of you know darkness and that's sad because he really could have been a great star i mean he had Things that could have, you know, really propelled him to real stardom. But I think he was cut off at the knees at birth. You know, it just mm -hmm. wasn't ever going to happen that way. 
Well, is there uh, any other insights, uh, anything that now that you know who it is, uh, that uh, makes more sense to you now? Yeah, it does. It, 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 it makes a lot of sense, knowing that that's who he is. And then, you know, coming around the bend and going, but wait a minute, the other side of that Aquarian humanitarianism is pure control, absolute control. And so, yeah, no, it makes makes a lot of sense. Yep. Well, I think uh, on our scale of right on the money to way out in outer space, I think that this is another one right on the money. This uh, really explains um, who this man is, uh, who who Charles Manson was. I think that that uh, it was all it's it's all there in the stars and it could have gone either way but because of of the circumstances he was born into it happened to be um uh, all his the the combination of his chart and uh and the circumstances he uh was born into led to him becoming one of the worst uh most evil people in, of the 20th century yeah, and he had the power to do it. He could have gone either way with his power, but he was he was just basically kicked to the dark side. Literally kicked to the dark side. So that's the way that goes. But Grand Square, all this stuff going on in here, that's a lot. And other people who are actual professional astrologers can go way far in depth with this, but I'm just giving you what I know. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, this uh, uh, all. Uh, I think it, it. It helps. I think it helps uh, uh, historians. I think it helps people understand uh, who people are. It's the same as consulting a psychology, a psychology, you know, a, a psychiatric exam of the person. It, it goes just the same. You can't take anything for gospel, but this. Uh, you know, re- really, I mean, the the fact that you got all those things out of where these stars and planets were and that it, it, it is so accurate, it's so true to who that man was. Yeah, it's right there. Just not, you know, I can only tell you what I see and I'm, you know, at this level, but I definitely wouldn't want to, I wouldn't have wanted to date that guy. <laughs> Because it's so funny, because looking at this right here, I was like, I'm uh, pretty sure this guy doesn't answer to anybody. He's going to, this guy knew, he figured he could talk his way out of anything. And I mean, you know, he sure could talk. Mm-hmm. He talked a lot. Uh, well, uh, that pretty much uh, wraps it up for uh, this edition of History and Retrograde. I'd like to uh, remind all of our uh, listening, viewing audience to please uh, like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I mean, this uh, this show's all about stars, so please give us four stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a comment. Uh, you can reach out and email us at historyandretrograde at gmail.com. And uh, uh, until next time, if all your houses are in order and the stars are aligned, everything's going to be just fine. (laughs) And thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for being with us. Bye-bye. Bye.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.